Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. If you haven't already mailed in your ballot for the June 7th primary, fear not. The San Diego Union Tribune editorial board has put together an election guide and endorsements to help you make your decisions. That's available at sandiegouniontribune.com slash 2022 primary guide. Editorial and opinion director Matthew T. Hall joins me now. Uh, so Matt, give me an overview of this election. What are some of the, the big races? Yeah, there's a lot of important races. Uh, it's not quite, quite the bananas ballot that we saw in 2020, luckily, with a lot of ballot measures and propositions. So it's really just the campaigns people should be clued into. But there are quite a few. There's four San Diego City Council races. There's uh, two school board races for San Diego Unified, which is the second largest school district in the state. There's obviously an attorney general, excuse me, um, a sheriff's race. There is an attorney general's race as well, which is one to watch, but uh, the sheriff's race, I think it might be the most consequential uh, of the local elections. And then I'd also add uh, the Chula Vista mayor's race uh, in there is a high profile race to watch. Chula Vista is the second largest city in the county and they're, they're poised to do some interesting big things with development and have some big problems that need to be addressed. And it's a pretty crowded field there of pretty interesting candidates. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of homework to do for voters. So we have put together an election guide. Um, what's in it? Uh, great question. Uh, everything people wanted to know, but were afraid to ask. Um, <laughs> the, the Q&As that we did, I think, are really uh, helpful and insightful. You know, there's always a question about whether we should interview people in a live format so we can ask follow-ups or whether um, candidates are... Um, kind of, you know, having their messaging crafted by their consultants. But that said, these are email Q&As that do a really good job of letting people know where these candidates stand. And there are some races where there are interesting candidates, uh, you know, multiple candidates that are strong candidates and people have some difficult decisions, as you said, research, it's homework, it's hard, it's a lot. And we're all going through a lot. This week is only the latest example of that with this terrible shooting in Texas that has so many of us uh, so devastated. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's important work. And I was talking about it with Andrew Kuski, our letters editor today, where we were talking about words matter, but actions matter more. And voting is an action. Voting is a way for you to say, I'm fed up with um, these shootings. I want to choose uh, candidates who agree with me or vote against the ones who disagree with me, uh, whether that is an issue of gun guns and gun rights, whether that's an issue of abortion and Roe v. Wade uh, changing, whether that's uh, you know local economic issues that we see rippling through all of these races. You know, there's a lot of reasons why people choose a candidate. One of which is that person looks like someone I want to have a beer with. To the extent any of us are having beers in a in a pandemic, but um, you know it's it's hard business and it's an important time, and so we took it seriously. And I think there's dozens of Q and A's on the site, everything from um, the congressional races through all of the uh, constitutional offices for governor and attorney general, judges races, which don't get nearly the attention that they should. And then there's also like I, the aforementioned council and school board races. So there's a lot to process and we try to make it as manageable as possible for people. Yeah, definitely. So at this point, because it is a primary, we're going with the Q&As. Of course, there will be the election. There will be top two in each races. Do you expect to talk to those candidates in person? Yeah, great question. And I think we will do things a little differently in, in, the, in the runoff election. I think um, 
you know, we'll see what effect the pandemic is having on life and, and how open things are. But we had five in-person uh, for candidate forums now when the pandemic is still, um, uh, you know, rearing its ugly head. And those were well attended and, and well appreciated. And I think the lesson there for us, and I'm sure you'd agree, um, is that we should do more of them. And so I think with two candidates, it's a lot easier than some of these races that have six people or five people. Um, and so I'm looking forward to doing more in-person events, not only for the public's sake, but for our sake. I and mean, I still feel like, you know, there's more questions uh, that we could ask. There's more information that we could uncover. Like the problem with journalism, it's, it's challenges, opportunities. It's always the best you can do in a day. And with an election, it's the best you can do in an election cycle. And so we tried to get all the information we could to the people who needed it, the voters, um, and we'll keep doing that in the, in the runoff. Yeah, thanks for mentioning those candidate, those in-person candidate forums. It seems like so far off. <laughs> I had mm -hmm. kind of forgotten, um, but those were streamed on Facebook Live. And so the videos are there for people to go back and watch. It's the four city council races, as well as uh, Chula Vista mayor. Do we have a URL for people to visit on the site or do they need to go to Facebook and find them? Yeah, I think if they um, go to Facebook and uh, that would be one easy way to do it, but they are on our site and we are trying to make it more easy for people to find them. Actually, I was just talking to Andrew about that uh, recently. And so there will be an easy way to find them. Um, you know, why don't we say that it's uh, the, the, the URL will be sandiounitribune.com backslash election videos. There okay. you go. We just, got, we just got it done. That was, that, was, that was things getting done in real time right there. Sounds good. You heard it here first. Um, well, let's talk about endorsements. Um, we did put out endorsements for all races after reading Q&As, after talking to some of these candidates over Zoom. Um, tell me about your thought process when it comes to endor endorsements. Why endorse? And what are the characteristics in a candidate uh, that we're looking for? Yeah, great questions. It is kind of a an opaque process, I think, that a lot of editorial boards don't explain very well. <clears throat> and we try to be transparent in everything we do. So many of our endorsements explain our thinking, not just you know why we think certain candidates um, are better than others or, or not up to the task, but really what our guiding principles are. And, and we look for candidates who have uh, accomplishments and achievements, who have a, you know, a background that shows that they can do the job, will do the job, in some cases have done the job, we value character. Uh, that's very important to us. Their demeanor. You know, if they're insulting to candidates, we, we we're going to you know take a hard look and and disavow that. Um, in a day and age when civility is um, kind of on the wane, um, you know, and then experience. And so we kind of factor all those things in. We do our own research. We, as you said, we do the interviews, and then we read all the you know, brilliant other local reporting that's out there by the UT and, and other outlets in town, including KPBS and Voice of San Diego. Um, and, and then we discuss it, you know, and some of the decisions are easy and some of the decisions are super difficult. And I would say mostly we've uh, recommended one person to win an office. Sometimes we've said, because these are um, primary elections where two people with the most votes will advance. We've said, these two candidates seem the best or these two candidates we wanna know more about, or these two candidates can really drill down on a particular issue and have a conversation about it where that would well serve voters. So there's a lot of ways to kind of make that secret sauce that ends up in an endorsement. And um, the guiding principles for me are, are, are just, you know, as I said, those the A, B, C, D, E's for the candidates and just being transparent on our behalf. 
Yeah, well, speaking of those tough choices, uh, the editorial board this week made a rare retraction of an endorsement of John Hemmerling, who is a candidate for San Diego County Sheriff. Uh, talk to me about that. Yeah, so we had um, come to the consensus and the conclusion that, that John Hemmerling, the one Republican against two top Democrats in that race, uh, the Democrats being Dave Myers, the former sheriff's commander, and Kelly Martinez, the current undersheriff, who's handpicked by Bill Gore, who is the uh, former sheriff, the disgraced former sheriff who let a lot of people die in his jails. Um, we looked at all of them and uh, thought that Hemmerling had the ability to do the job and had a background uh, in leadership at the city attorney's office and, and um, in, in, in the military that put him in good standing for that job. Uh, and then a few days after that endorsement was published, we were made aware of some audio and some statements he made at a forum, candidates forum in Ramona that were anti-transgender and unacceptable. And, and you know, so uh, we discussed it again, we revisited, and as you said, it's pretty rare. I've been in this job for five or six years. Only one other time has have we retracted an endorsement. Uh, and that I think was well before people started voting. It was early on um, in, in the campaign people are going to be knowing, people will know who wins in like, you know, less than two weeks now. So we're really at the end stages of the election, but we thought it was important to stand on our principles and that we couldn't stand behind Hemmerling. Um, and we came to that conclusion after talking to him, because as important as, um, you know, standing up for the transgender community and human rights are to us, due deliberation and hearing someone out and giving them a chance to explain themselves, also important. So I actually talked to John for more than 30 minutes um, on Tuesday. And I asked him a bunch of questions. That audio is also on our website for all to listen to and they can judge for themselves. Um, our assessment was that his uh, response was not contrite, that it didn't amount to a sincere apology. And then rather than saying, I do regret what I said and I'm gonna outreach to the uh, transgender community or more broadly, the LGBTQ community, um, you know, he, he kind of muddied his message a little bit. And so the choice for us was clear. We retracted uh, the endorsement that ran in uh, the paper um, on Thursday. And, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about it. I'm talking about it on Twitter and I'm trying to explain it everywhere that I go because I think giving people uh, a sense of why we do things is really at the heart of what we do. Yeah, well said. Um, and in that race, we chose not to um, name another endorsement or endorse another candidate. What was the thinking there? Yeah, great uh, question. So there was discussions by all of us, by you and I and other board members about, um, you know, what we might do next and whether we should make another endorsement. You know, it's not unprecedented for us to endorse twice in a race in the final days. People will remember in the 2022 uh, presidential um primary, we endorsed uh, Pete Buttigieg for president. And when he dropped out days before the California primary, uh, we had to switch gears and we decided then to endorse Joe Biden. Uh, in this case, we are not making an endorsement because we looked at all the candidates and, and thought that they were all flawed and um, you know, um, thought that this is a difficult choice for voters. We laid out why it's difficult. We laid out the flaws again. And, and we said that we would revisit this decision and discussion in the fall. And so we'll bring, as I said earlier, two candidates are going to advance, two of these three, 
um, and we'll bring the two of them in, we'll reevaluate it and, and uh, we'll, we'll make a decision at that point between the two. But at this point, we decided that, uh, you know, we weren't going to make an endorsement in the race. And finally, will you talk about the role that readers play in this conversation? I know that you are big on conversation and engaging people and, uh, you know, getting their um, ideas and opinions in our pages and also just, you know, in engaging them about our, our coverage, our, our endorsements. Um, you know, what, what would you say to, to readers about their role in our pages? I would say it's uh, crucial. It's essential. It's, 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 the, it's the role. It's, you know, more important than our role without a, without readers, by definition, without readers, we don't exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I value their input. I value their trust. I value their business. And, you know, I always say that it, with our endorsements and editorials, we're not looking to win arguments, to end arguments at all. We're looking to continue conversations. And so I would invite people who disagree, you know, at the top of every one of our uh, editorials online, it says, if you disagree, let us know. Send us a letter to the editor. You can always email me, matthew.hall at stunitribune.com. Find me on Twitter, SDN Covered. I was there, you know, the night that our endorsement uh, retraction dropped online. I was talking to folks there until the wee hours, um, battling COVID. So maybe that wasn't the brightest idea. Um, but I think it's important, right, to talk to people and to be upfront about your decisions and to listen to their reaction and, and have an ongoing conversation. So that's what we have always done, what we committed to do, and, and what we'll keep doing. Anything else you'd like to add? I would say do research and vote. You know, it's hard to do uh, all this homework, as we were saying earlier, and uh, it, but it's an important thing. And, um, you know, um, good luck with your decisions. If you have questions, you can also ask me those too. <laughs> Matthew T. Hall, Editorial and Opinion Director at the Union Tribune. Thank you. Thank you, Christy.